Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the IIT Smart Cities podcast series. Uh, we really hope that you're keeping well and safe. I am Shreya Bajaj from the IIT, and I'm very happy to be joined by Ali Husseini on today's podcast. Let me start with a brief introduction of Ali. So, Ali Husseini is the founder and CEO of Sendra, a pan-India LoRaWAN network operator. Ali dons multiple hats apart from his current role at Sendra. He is the co-chair of the LoRa Alliance Marketing Committee, member of the IET IoT Panel Digital Working Group, and member of the think tank of IET Smart Cities Working Group. He has also worked with Fortune 500 organizations in the areas of information technology, wireless, mobile, and software development, and has run several successful business initiatives during his professional career. Ali believes in the transformative impact that technology can bring to a country as vast and diverse as India, and he has been an active force in developing the ecosystem for deploying it. So, welcome to this podcast, Ali. Hope you're keeping well and safe. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited to be on the call and to try to provide some more insight on the topic of hyper-connected cities. Right. So, Ali, before we start with the actual discussion, you know, there's a lot of hype and discussion about the progress of hyper-connected cities in India. Could you explain to the listeners what hyper-connectivity means and how is it important in the development of smart cities? Sure. Um, well, hyperconnectivity is, uh, by definition, the use of multiple systems and devices to remain constantly connected to social mm-hmm. networks and streams of information. Um, mm-hmm. Hyperconnectivity builds on technological advancements in IoT, mm-hmm. cloud-based systems, wireless connectivity, big data, machine learning, um, and even artificial intelligence. Um, right. When talking about the importance of hyperconnectivity in smart cities, mm-hmm. you need to consider if people can communicate to one another in an efficient and seamless way. Mm-hmm. Um, not only uh, in regards to uh, communication between citizen to citizen, mm-hmm. uh, but also how do businesses communicate to other businesses and cities to cities. So uh, w- the way I look at it is when humans and machines are able to live in a symbiotic relationship. Um, you then truly achieve uh, hyperconnectivity cities. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of talk about governments investing in uh, creating smart cities, especially in India. Uh, so, when smart cities start to plan their hyperconnected city activities, what do you think are the key areas or focus points for these cities to consider? Uh, so that their progress towards hyperconnected cities is efficient and spot on. Sure. Um, well, I've been doing a little bit of study and research on hyperconnectivity around the world. Um, mm-hmm. How uh, cities that are already starting that uh, path of hyperconnectivity and what they're um, using as indexes to assess their success rates and successes mm-hmm. in the transformation. Um, And what I've noticed is they typically score themselves on four major pillars Mm -hmm. during their city transformation efforts. Um, These four pillars uh, basically are based on how a city uses technology, um, for example, IoT devices and sensors to Mm -hmm. process the data, 
leveraging analytics and machine learning, which in then is uh, in turn is communicated to citizens. And mm -hmm. all of this is being done while maintaining best practices in cybersecurity and secure communication. So mm -hmm. to summarize, the, the four pillars used as a hyperconnected city index are technology, mm -hmm. data analytics, mm -hmm. connected citizens, and cybersecurity. Um, it's important to assess these uh, cities' achievements and shortcomings in each of these four pillars and areas to know what the steps should be taken in achieving a successful hyperconnected city. Right. Uh, uh, we really hope that you know the four pillars that you mentioned, uh, you know, are taken into consideration by the projects uh, managers as well as the government in laying out the plans for hyperconnected smart cities. Uh, so going by what people say, uh, hyperconnected smart cities are expected to have higher economic, business, and social growth as compared to any other city. So where do you see the biggest return on investment is for a hyperconnected city? And how is it going to help in these initiatives that are planned around hyperconnectivity of cities? Sure. Um, so what, what, what people are seeing um, in the cities that are actually starting to take smart cities to the hyperconnected cities um, mm -hmm. are actually starting to see a 3 to 4% uh, on their uh, return on their investment. Mm -hmm. um, and what we're seeing is the statistics are showing that e-governance and public right. health are actually the two key sectors which are generating the biggest ROI. Mm -hmm. And aside from that, in my opinion, I feel utilities and energy segments are mm -hmm. also showing a strong return and are continuing to drive the smart city efforts that are actually taking place currently in India and around the world. Mm -hmm. um, the greatest part that I feel of the city's investment in hyperconnected cities is the long-term returns that they have yet to realize. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if we talk about um, the e-governance space, um, just the streamlining and being able to communicate between different departments and different cities um, with internal related uh, documentation is a huge time-saving um, act and task that uh, with smart technologies is actually creating uh, more return. So simple things mm -hmm. as papers piling up on someone's desk and converting mm -hmm. that into electronic forms and then giving the access to the public to get to that information and quickly process it has mm -hmm. just that simple act alone has created massive return on investments. Wow. So, you know, the benefits of such a hyperconnected uh, city model is very obvious, uh, as you also mentioned. But what are the challenges that cities will face when they're trying to achieve uh, hyperconnectivity? Um, the, the biggest challenge I think cities will face in the short term is the mm -hmm. development of foundational infrastructure, which will be crucial right. in supporting the hyperconnected initiatives. Um, things such as, you know, the availability of fiber, um, mm -hmm. wireless networks, um, right. like uh, the LoRaWAN networks that we're deploying across uh, the country. Um, where's the availability of that? Also, you know, continuing to improve um, and, and well-establish your transportation systems. 
um, mm -hmm. the reformation of their civil functions in these cities. Right. And uh, in my opinion, most importantly, standardization of policies and procedures, which will help guide these efforts to achieve their hyperconnectivity goals. Um, right. Many cities are still working on transforming their cities to smart cities right now. Mm -hmm. um, so before you can even start focusing on hyperconnectivity, you need to mm -hmm. establish those key infrastructural elements of a smart city. And then right. once you've done that, you can take it to the next step of being hyperconnected. Mm -hmm. So Ali, how do you think that the current scenario of the pandemic and COVID-19 is going to affect cities that are working towards hyperconnectivity? Do you think that it's going to expedite the process or will there be delays? What are your views on yeah, that? I, you know, I've, I've been, uh, even our own business, uh, we're starting mm -hmm. to see a um, kind of a pause right now on a lot of the smart city efforts that are taking place. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of the projects we're working with, with government entities have asked us to kind of put things on hold until this mm -hmm. um, lockdown is done and, and businesses are back and, and running in full circle. Um, however, right. I think the main focus during the coronavirus coronavirus uh, pandemic um, is how do we uh, implement and use the smart technologies that are currently available um, and right. bringing the, the right brains uh, to the discussion to figure out how mm -hmm. to use existing technologies to help monitor the spread of the virus, uh, how to um, contain it, control it, um, how to support um, the police officers, the hospitals, the people that are actually there trying to help people um, with mm -hmm. these efforts and keep them safe throughout the process. So I, I've noticed cities are um, asking for those kind of uh, innovative ideas, which in my opinion mm -hmm. are also still um, part of the smart city and hyper-connected um, plan. Um, maybe right. some of the initiatives have been reordered based on prioritization of this pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you implement it properly, it can still be yes. used for the smart city as well as the hyperconnectivity. Yeah, um, from an IO, from an IET perspective, um, the mm -hmm. initiatives that we're doing in the smart city work group and the digital communication work group, um, I would love to see all the leaders uh, in these work groups uh, come together, um, put some initiatives out there, uh, and try to see if we can uh, contribute to the, the city's efforts in uh, fighting this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Right. Uh, right. I really hope then, you know, uh, the uh, vision and the mission of the Smart Cities Working Group of bringing the whole ecosystem together, uh, you know, sees the light very soon, especially during this pandemic. And uh, we really hope that, you know, the working group comes up with uh, various other such initiatives that will help in making cities smarter, sustainable and hyper-connected like we mentioned. Uh, so thank you so much, Ali, for the insights that you shared. Uh, do you have any last words that you would want to tell our listeners and audience about hyperconnectivity or, you know, how they can make cities more smart, etc.? Um, not really. Uh, just thank you for having me on the call. Um, you know, mm -hmm. Sinra and the Lore Alliance are working on initiatives to contribute to the, the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, if anyone listening has any ideas, any solutions, feel free to contact me directly or the IET mm -hmm. uh, and we can try to see how we can collaborate uh, towards the right cause. So, again, thank you so much for having me on the call. Uh, and I look forward to um, see future um, podcasts uh, with expertise uh, from the IET.
Right. Thank you so much, Ali, for all your insights and that you've shared with us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back with another podcast very soon. Until then, please take care and practice social distancing. Thank you.